With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's November 10th, 2019. Hello and welcome to Working for a Living Radio Show, where progressives for change present opinions that matter. Tonight we are joined by co-host Jeff Brown and I'm your moderator, Leroy McKnight. Please remember, good leadership is never about power and control. Never about power and control. Never about power and control, but rather for the honor and the privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership. I hope I emphasize that enough. Working for a Living Radio Show is a member of the Michigan Association of Broadcasters and is syndicated on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Player FM, Listen Now, and you may follow us on Twitter. Let me see if I can find Brother Jeff around here now. Let's see. Run it just a tad behind. Apologize for that. And there's Brother Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How you doing? I'm good, Leroy. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's been an interesting week. <laughs> unbelievable. Here, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jesus, uh, I I don't know how we got to where we're at, but there's some stuff going on that I never ever thought I'd see in a labor agreement agreed to by union leadership ever. Jeff, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's uh, hard for me to take. I'll tell you that. Very hard for me to accept yeah. this. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to delve into a lot of what what's going on in your report and mine. Uh, we'll try and keep it to an hour this week. Uh, I know we went a little long last week because there was some stuff that really concerning. You know, some people said, "Well, you were angry, Leroy." I said, "Not angry. I'm concerned uh, about members." Uh, who unwittingly could lose their job. And uh, I I really uh, take exception to people that challenge me for sticking up for the membership against somebody that's telling them to do that. So uh, I have no apologies for that whatsoever, Jeff and listeners. Uh, I'm, I'm here about the membership. It's not about power and control. It's about the membership. You know, we come in here and every week we say what we have to say, and some like it and some don't. We try to be in the interest of membership in, in every case. Uh, and sometimes we are very, very passionate about sticking up for the members in their interest and protection. And that is a polit- uh, protected concerted activity so 
uh, and we're going to continue to do that, Jeff. Uh, and and I, I don't know if you heard much about it, but I sure did. Uh, several uh, long uh, uh, written dialogue and and verbal dialogues about it, and um, I make no apologies for sticking up for the membership and trying to protect them. Not one iota worth of an apology. So, having said that, uh, yeah, you know, it, it started off kind of a nice week. You know, I got the leaves done Monday, and of course Tuesday there was ever bit as many on on the ground. So, uh, you know, it's quite a chore for me to do it because I do have a little bit of a, a, a bad back there. So, I guess, uh, you know, I had a little help doing that as well, but I didn't have to do much but uh, blow them around a little. So that was kind of fun. And then it got a little chilly, and we had a little rain. Of course, I had to see my friend again on Tuesday at a, uh, an appointment I had to take him to, and he's uh, declining. And it's sad to see somebody you knew well as a young adult and uh, see them decline so quickly. So that's kind of sad. Pleased to report I'm doing pretty well here myself. And the uh, weather's supposed to take a real turn for the worst coming next week. Uh, nine degrees here on Tuesday. And they're reporting up north uh, in Michigan, a couple of counties, 10 to 20 inches of snow forecast this week coming up. So it's going to be an interesting week. You know, all this stuff in the uh, uh, Congress is jumping off pretty hard. They have something going on on Wednesday that's going to uh, shake the nation, I expect. So we're going to see, you know, this uh, this whole thing looks pretty pretty uh, much ready to just go off on everybody. So we're going we're gonna to see. And you can take that in just about every context, whether it's financially or, or uh, politically, you know, so... Uh, Jeff, you got anything else that you want to talk about the week and the coming week? Yeah, North got hit already with a ton of snow, and around here we're expecting one to three inches starting in the morning till tomorrow night. That'd be that I don't own a home anymore. <laughs> I have somebody shovel already, so. Um, yeah, well, I'm just keeping my eye on the uh, vocalities from each plant, the forage system. Uh, I don't like what I'm seeing, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, of course, you know, as you know, and I, everyone else knows, the GM agreement passed. It was uh, turned down by a number of locals, including mine. Uh, but uh, it, you know, it did pass overall, and so now we're watching the, uh, the Ford ratification votes. Uh, I I don't like what I'm seeing either. Uh, a lot of people, are, a lot of locals are passing it, and we'll get into a couple of reasons why they shouldn't be. Uh, one reason. That's been a long-standing standing policy forever. Um, is on 
in this tentative agreement that they're voting on, and it singly should be enough to just say no, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely. Uh, coupled, I, uh, with, coupled with Appendix J, it, mm-hmm. it'll uh, it, it's uh, that makes requires the union to be uh, help and management uh, to be competitive. Uh, it, it's very very bad language. So go ahead, Jeff. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, I have a really good friend um, who had hip surgery Thursday or Friday, and. She really wanted to vote badly, and she couldn't get in her car to drive. So I picked her up, took her to her union hall. They let me in the hall, too, with her to vote. Um, I was there just in case she had fallen or anything. I was going to catch her. Uh, she really wanted to vote no, and uh, I got her there. Um, she wrote, cast her ballot, and we walked on out. So I want to thank the people at that local for letting me in the building and, and taking her into the ballot room to vote. So thanks, everyone. Um, she was really happy that she had a chance to vote. Well, jo- uh, Jeff, that's a good job, you know, that you that you did, you know, a good Samaritan. You know, we all have to give back a little bit every once in a while. Uh, if everybody does a little, then it turns into a lot. So uh, thank you for what you did. I uh, really appreciate that. And I'm, I know your uh, uh, sister, union sister there really appreciated it as well, no matter how she voted. You know, but uh, as in the end, we just want you to go vote. And that's, that's a big thing. Uh, make sure you go vote. Okay. Right. So everybody should go vote. Okay, um, well, let's get into these announcements. Uh, I don't have any particular order tonight. You want to start the first one, Jeff? Okay. October 29th, UAW GM ratification. So the appeal is ready. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and that's uh, been sent in, and we'll see how that turns out. That's kind of a repeat from last week. We're going to go over that a little bit again. This week, so uh, two UAW Ford leadership voting on a tentative agreement to rank and file for ratification. More on that later in the show. Uh, three, a Ford alternative alternative bargaining bargainer. I'm sorry, I, I can't see out of one eye. Um, removed from bargaining team at local 600 Dearborn for not signing. The tentative agreement. He did return to his district committee elected office, and just because he didn't want, didn't agree with bargaining uh, team, that's just uh, not right. He's subject to his own opinion. It just goes to show you uh, that this is not a democracy, and the bargaining is not necessarily in the interest of the membership because this brother should have had the right to disagree with the tentative agreement without being removed as an alternative bargainer. 
the bargaining is over uh, at the national level. They they still have some, I believe, at the local level at uh, 600. And, you know, he's probably somebody that actually has a pretty good opinion uh, and, you know, might add a lot in the interest of the members to the local union negotiations. So it's really sad to see him removed, even if he was an alternate, they set in maybe in the back row somewhere, uh, and uh, it's it's really sad, uh, and it's a disservice to the membership that they can't have a diversified view on the matter of the tentative agreements at the national level among the leadership. That's too bad, and of course he's probably looking out for himself too, because you know some of these people there might be some ramifications for signing something that. Yes. Uh, is uh, in violation. We're still waiting to hear from that. So, anyhow. Uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, GM, <laughs> at GM, union leaders and activists have been dis- disciplined and discharged for strike actions. Several members and now even local union UAW elected and appointed leaders to include one executive board member have been Discipline for long periods of time go from zero to 30 days and or discharged. Okay, now the, the, uh, the executive board member, I don't want to believe that the executive board member had been discharged, but some uh, had been, he, he had been disciplined for 30 days. I have to tell you, the bargaining chair that's the second local where they've been doing this is absent without leave, not been around to try and defend anybody. And you all know that yours truly here ran for president of our international UAW. And should there have been disciplinary action up into and including a discharge, or several discharges, actually, at two different locals for strike actions, the wheels would be very, very slow at the moment everywhere in this organization. And possibly bleed over into other organizations until the wheels of justice turned the injustice correctly. And I mean to tell you that unless somebody laid hands on somebody or pulled a weapon on somebody, words would not be a subject matter for discipline upon return to work after the strike. Unfortunately, the current leadership doesn't take a global view of protecting the membership and their elected leaders at the local level. All hell should be breaking loose and not one peep not anything 
out of the International Executive Board, or even some chairman, at least one chairman, of a local union. And that's disgusting. One could say it's unacceptable behavior. You substitute any word you want for unacceptable. So, uh, okay, Jeff, go to the next one. Unless you got more to say on that one. Nope. Congratulations to Andy Fisher for winning the uh, Kentucky governor race last week. And I'm sure he'll do his best to change things around in Kentucky. He was endorsed by labor. Yes, he was. And he did a very nice uh, acceptance speech. Uh, He said the election's over. We need to move forward into governance and he's willing to work with everyone. He said they they would probably have uh, persons on his cabinet that were from independent and a Republican Party. So um, I think this is one heck of a guy for Kentucky. Just let him do his job, protect pensions, unions, non-unions, everybody. He's got a wonderful lieutenant governor with him, a woman coming from the education field. She's a uh, an educator herself. So I'm really pleased for the state of Kentucky, and I think you'll have very, very good production out of this team and the team they pick to be around him. I see his transition uh, uh, person is a long-term United States military veteran, and he's going to lead the transition team uh, in an amazing way. So congratulations to everybody on both sides of the fence, uh, and let's let's get to governance, like he said. Okay, a lot of work to be done, a lot of work to be done. On a, on a note locally uh, here, Jeff, uh, I saw the... Uh, mayor of East Lansing at an event in East Lansing about, oh, six weeks ago now, well before the election. And I told him, I says, you know, I'd convinced two people that I know of uh, that they should probably vote for you because you're the one that's changed the uh, uh, landscape or the uh, skyscape of the uh, city of East Lansing and most responsible for that. He kind of placated me. He says, yeah, Leroy, thanks for those two votes. Of course, he was polling very well at the time, but polls are very fickle from time to time. The East Lansing mayor won by two votes. So anybody that doesn't think it matters to vote, I want you to take a real hard look at that one. And every one of you elected people out there that give short shrift or placate your supporters, you better really think twice about doing that. 
Mayor of East Lansing when I wrote him and said, aren't you glad I found those two voters, students, to vote for you and convince them to vote for you? He said, oh, yes, I sure, sure did. Now, he was elected to city council, and they picked the mayor from the city council, but he, he was the mayor in the last uh, term and likely to be returned as mayor. We'll see. Uh, they, I don't think they voted yet. They have to vote one right after they swear themselves in. So, But they'll decide that well before then. Anyhow, uh, that's kind of where that's at. Jeff, you want to run long on mine, on um, answering yours. You want to take the next one there, too? Six? Sure. Uh, the UAW Ford contract includes cameras at each workstation. So if anybody out there listening has a different opinion on that, please let us know because I found um, Labor Notes has an article on it and it doesn't say every workstation, but uh, if you know, please contact us so we can make the right announcement. It would be a shame. They don't really need cameras at workstations. They can already tell um, what your station is doing while the line is running, so they don't need the cameras. It's bad that the UAW allowed that to happen at all. Right. Uh, I, you know, I agree, Jeff. I don't know that it's at every workstation, but it's at enough workstations. Uh, yeah. One, one is too many. <laughs> okay. One, yep. and and they might be able to rotate them so they can put them at the workstation of their choosing. You know, any time. And in the past, they could not video only for uh, very brief periods of time. And not 60 minutes out of the hour either. So, uh, yeah. So, this is a big deal. Uh, Appendix J in Ford is the competitive language appendix, and it's the same as General Motors, and it allows, it requires the union to help make management competitive. So, uh, I, <laughs> I I just cannot imagine this being put in the in the line in concert with Appendix J in the Ford Agreement. So we'll we'll uh, uh, see if people want to pass this. It is a single reason, single reason that no one should vote yes for this agreement just because of this single thing, in my opinion. I'm not going to tell you how to vote, but this here, you could hang your hat on it and say no cameras in the plan watching people. It's just bad. They already have what's called a bingo board, and as long as station's running, it's green. If there's some, you know, during uh, when it stops for... uh, person to do the job on it there's a cycle time and that cycle time as long as a person stays within it oftentimes it's yellow it depends on the bingo board but I've seen a number of different ones over the years it'll go yellow while the job is being performed 
And then if it goes over cycle, it goes to red. Okay, now when that starts to show up many, many times, then they'll be down there finding what's going on. Uh, over cycle too much. And of course, there's always the end on cord. When that goes on, you know, pull that and everybody shows up, right? So I don't think they need to have cameras at every workstation or at a work, workstation, many workstations, and possibly be able to rotate those to different workstations as they desire. So that's, that's just unacceptable. And then, you know, years from now they'll go, well, y'all, y'all ratified that. You voted for it. So it's all good now. Be careful what you vote for. Okay? Be careful what you vote for. Thanks to all of our uh, worldwide investigative reporters, we, we have a number out there, and we really appreciate uh, each and every one of you. We uh, uh, did a lot of cool stuff, and we ferreted it down to what we put on the show. And uh, so just, uh, uh, you know, thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. You know, I'm thinking on some of the things that come in and and uh, we don't necessarily use. And I want to make sure that everybody feels, even though we didn't use it, that we feel, that you feel like, you know, you served a purpose for us. So thank you very much, even if we didn't use it. So having said that, Jeff, you want to start the email? Sure. Number one, thank you for the caution in your last show. You just might have saved my job. My name was held. And all we'll say is, you're welcome. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, right. Cameras, uh, somebody just messaged, cameras for doing time studies are coming. Well, yeah. And you keep, remember, uh, you know, the union, our union, is required to help make management competitive. So almost anything they want to do with your job, combining work into it, with a camera on you all day long, and they start seeing you with balance time, that's what it's called when you have time to wipe the sweat off your brow and not actually twisting a wrench. They see too much balance time, they're going to add that tenth of a second onto you. Because they'll have the camera there to do it, and they'll have ten people watching the camera, worried about your wiping the brow, the sweat off your brow. Go figure, right? Yeah. Okay, another one. Email come in, Leroy. There are many hotheads roaming across, roaming around across the plants with a thirst for knowledge. Give it to them, Leroy. Name withheld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. We like to educate generally uh, the people uh, in our membership, and we most certainly like to um, educate elected officials to make sure they're doing their level best for the membership. And, of course, there's those that are not elected that are running around, uh, and pretty much everybody knows who those are. Look around your plant and on the Facebook pages. You'll see them. Uh, I'm going to make a little statement here, though, because uh, you see, Br- 
brother, Dick Danchin, was a longtime friend of mine. And before we got into what was to become a three-year running off and on, but three years uh, throughout the period, and then we'd take little breaks from time to time for whatever reason. Uh, and most most days that we talked, it would be upwards of eight hours, probably averaging eight hours. And I think the marathon was some 13 hours long. Now, Brother Danjan imparted a lot of knowledge. He was a pretty smart fellow uh, with me. I had other mentors. But he he uh, polished a lot of what I already knew to a fine point. And I appreciated every thing he uh, sent to me, and I've said that over time. I really appreciated what he did. And he was alive when I said that, so he knew it. Uh, he uh, uh, asked me one question in early in our chip, and I answered it. And then we began our conversation about specific things within the UAW and what it needed, how it runs, and um, what sort of vision uh, that I have for it and what he had for it and how those were pretty much in unison. And he later explained to me what that original question was and what it meant. Now, I'm not going to explain that here because I don't want anybody to try and skew their answers because it's not meant to be a skewed answer. But I can tell you I know Brother Danjan asked someone else, uh, someone else the question he asked me. And that member did not answer to Brother Danjin's satisfaction. And Brother Danjin would not help the one who answered incorrectly. I know that sounds like a lot of double talk. You had to answer Danjin properly about who and what you are and what you're doing, what you want to do. And why? Okay. And if you didn't, he wouldn't help you. He might answer some specific questions, but he's not going to get into the detail that he gave someone like myself. And admittedly, there was a lot of redundance on purpose to make sure that I got it. And there was a lot of lamenting about Chevrolet Gear and Axel. Anybody that knew him knew how fond he was of Chevrolet Gear and Axel and the education that he got from that facility and what he gave to the members there over time. Later, he became an international staff rep at the highest level and 
for those who knew him, he was Steve Jokic's cousin, president of the UAW International, Steve Jokic's cousin. But I have to say now, for those people who are asking me to educate hotheads, if it was good enough for Dick, Brother Dick Danchin, then it's good enough for me not to educate him. Okay? Now, I've asked the same question, and I suspect that I got, well, I know I got the, the same uh, or similar answer that Dick Danchin got. I asked him a long time ago, though. So I knew ahead of Brother Dick Danchin, who asked it just last summer. Hotheads roaming around the plants aren't looking. You know, we, we I emphasized it tonight as we opened the show, as I opened the show for Jeff and myself and others maybe, that power... Leadership's not about power and control, but rather for the honor and privilege of serving the members in the interest of the membership, which we did last week. In the interest of the membership, not a single person. Now, having said that, hotheads running around the plant aren't doing that, running around the plant for the membership. They're doing it for power and control. Okay? I am not going to encourage or validate people who seek only power and control or for their own personal gain. Not going to. Stop asking me. Never going to happen. Jeff, uh, I think I'll uh, get into the definition. Do you have anything to say about that, Jeff? No, I agree with you. But I did not know uh, Danjan was cousin of uh, Jokic. Right, right. A lot of people didn't. He's a cousin. Yep. Yep. And that's why Jokic leaned on him so much. That's why he sent him down to Spring Hill, Tennessee. To, you know, he sent him down there because there were problems. And he said, you know, Jokic said, get my power back. You know, there, you know <laughs> I want my authority back. Because they had been challenging Jokic. And he didn't like it. You know, Jokic was, you know, uh, authoritarian. You know, he... He wasn't a dictator, but he was an authoritarian. He he wanted to be in charge, you know. And uh, a lot of people thought he was a, a really good president. I thought he was a good president, you know. I, hey, you know, he's the last guy to get retired. He's a, uh, an increase. And he came up with the uh, uh, cola ketchup, better known as the Christmas bonus for retirees. And the only thing that that uh, went a little sideways was the fact that they, I think it was during his leadership, they increased uh, from, I think, a year to three years for top wage. 
but it was a progression to top wage that went to top wage. Okay, it wasn't one of these you never know when you're going to get there kind of things. So you know, I mean, yeah, it increased, but it, there was still a pathway, and it was a concession, but not necessarily all that bad. I mean, you could understand it. Uh, you know, so uh, it and it's it was nothing like what's going on now. Let me tell you, nothing, because they went from 90 days to full wage and seniority, and then it went seniority 90 days, but wage, I think, went to a year, and then it went to top wage, went to three years. And you could you could understand that, because the new people, it took them a while to break in to get to that top wage. I can understand that. Do I agree with it? No. But, you could, you know, you could understand where he was coming from under pressure from management. What's going on now is over the top. Uh, <laughs> Over the top, you know, so uh, <laughs> unbelievable. But, yeah, he was his cousin. And, again, Jokic leaned on him a lot to to make sure that uh, things got done. He sent him out in the community from time to time. He sent Richard Dangin out into the community. Uh, one of the uh, hospitals was having trouble. And uh, Richard was there two weeks. He talked to everybody and asked a few pointed questions and it settled right out. It just fixed itself just because of the questions he asked. I know the questions, and I knew the answers uh, that he, he got, and, you know, it's not hard to do that kind of thing. It's similar to BATNA, but well, I'm not going to discuss BATNA here on, on the air. Uh, some people know what that is. It's a, it's a style of uh, negotiating. So... Um, Okay, Jeff, do you want to take the uh, definition? It's actually repeat from last week, but uh, there's a little addition to it, if you would. So we'd like to yeah. take the Wage suppression is a phrase. Wage suppression is a term used by economics to refer to the ability of an employer to suppress wages below the efficient or perfectly competitive level of compensation. Second part is wage suppression is the result of the intentional policy choices of wage suppression can be reversed by changing policy. To raise American wages, policymakers must tilt bargaining power back to the workers. And that's a fact. Um, I got it. Uh, so some UAWs are not getting this raise again this contract, which in fact is wage suppression. Right. right. Okay. Yeah, you know, I mean the uh uh CCA and General Motors and uh, of course Ford doesn't have a parts division in house anymore, but uh uh you know, there's a number of folks that did not get raises that stayed the same. And how can you justify that if you're a union leader and telling people to join your group or asking people to organize under your leadership? I, you know, you you do the best for members, and you'll watch and see how your membership grows. Okay. So, 
Uh, this week's quote, uh, brother, count on, count me on the other side of every fight, and I'm not going to stop until we drive these bastards out of the Union. That was Walter Ruther, and we repeated that from last week, because it's so important, and so is wage suppression as a, as a uh, definition. But that was Walter Ruther on the former UAW president, president Homer Martin's corruption. And that uh, corruption was uh, something that Walter Ruther was very adamant about. He did not like communism in the uh, Union, had no place, uh, and uh, he put the language in the UAW Constitution. You may not be a communist directly or indirectly, and everybody should take heed of that. So, having said that, Jeff, you want to talk, you know, Ford's up still. You want to talk a bit about uh, what's going on there? Ford is um, still waiting on a number of plants to uh, do the ratification vote. Right now, at this time, it looks like it's going to pass. But um, we've got some plants in Ohio that haven't voted yet. Um, one plant voted yesterday and today, so I imagine right now they're counting the ballots. Um, we're getting results from all over the country and not just us, other uh, Facebook groups are watching very closely as well. Um, it just amazes me that uh, we're getting so many yes votes, primarily because of the, the cameras, for one. And short, shortly after the agreement was made, the UAW went in and changed some things around after some of the plants have voted, such as um, when these second-tier people get their raises and somewhere else is there. That was just wrong. The plants have already voted. They changed something from a positive to a negative to affect the members right after the plants voted. Um, what else? My plant passed. Sorry to say, but I really feel that um, knowing our president, the uh, votes, results were rigged. Um, he's been known to do that. I've caught him a couple times, but uh, I'm paying close attention to the other plants who are getting ready to vote this week. And we will be posting them on the Facebook page as they get turned in. So that's what I got, Leroy. Okay, Jeff. Uh, thank you. There, there, there is a page out there that uh, uh, has all the the locals and how they're voting, and it's uh, pretty comprehensive. The same setup as what General Motors had. So uh, I believe that's pretty widely published. But we'll publish it. Uh, again on our uh, page and uh, make sure that everybody can see it. That's on the Working for a Living Facebook page. So, 
Uh, if you're not already a member, please consider that uh, if you want. Uh, there's a group of supporters of what we're doing. So uh, a lot of folks on there, and we're happy to have you. Thank you. Okay. Well, uh, on the note of Jeff's report, I I agree with everything you say, Jeff. I mean, uh, we're watching, uh, but at the same time, it's kind of sad to see this passing because I don't see that in the membership. I think the membership isn't that happy with this agreement. I mean, think about it. If you knew that they could bring a camera and stick it up on a platform behind you and watch every second of every day, how you did your job, how you performed it, and where you, where you kept your candy bar, and where you kept your sandwich, where you hid your pop so you can or water so you could have a drink now and then. And I knew a guy went on a job. I, he actually worked with me at down in the hole, Chevrolet Flint Manufacturing in the motor motor plant side, and because uh, it was press plants and motor plant, there are two different uh, facilities. And he worked with me in the cylinder head department, this V or the yes, line, line six, the straight six that is, and we have to pick them up. They were sixty pounds apiece, and. Charlie was a really good guy, and his counterpart, there were two of them that, that, that would switch off from time to time when one wasn't there. And then i fill in if neither one of them was there from time to time and do their job. It was a pretty uh, intense job. And Charlie moved with me to Oldsmobile, and he was doing a job with the, the bumper uh, on the bumper assembly or bumper finish bump bumper where they put him on the car and this is somebody used to pretty heavy work and Charlie wasn't necessarily a big guy he was a muscular fella but Charlie uh, started losing weight when he was doing this job and he went to the doctor and he says doc I, I don't know what's going on I think I'm going to die I'm just losing weight like there's no tomorrow. And his wife was concerned about him. He went there. Charlie was one heck of a good guy. And the doctor told him, he says, you're doing too much work. He says, what do you mean? You're burning more calories than you're taking in. There's nothing wrong with you. Charlie looked at him and says, What? Yeah, you're burning more calories that you're taking than you're taking in every day. You got to eat more. Well, how am I supposed to do that? I eat three meals a day. And the doctor said, "Get yourself a loaf of bread. Make ten sandwiches out of it. If you're working ten hours, eat a sandwich an hour. And that'll stop you losing weight." And, of course, I'd, I'd go over and see Charlie every couple of days because, you know, notwithstanding he was African-American, I, I still I liked him a lot. He was a good guy. 
I'd wander over and say hi. And it's a little walk to go see him on my break. But I cared about him because he's a good human being. I said, Charlie, how you doing? He says, well, see that bag of sandwiches over there? i got to eat one an hour now, Leroy. He says, oh, my God, he told me the story. Updated me from the doctor's appointment. I says, wow. He says, yeah. It takes the overtime just to buy the sandwiches. <laughs> I guess so, Charlie. <laughs> kind of joking about it. But anybody that thinks these jobs are easy and that we should have a camera shoved up our ass and watch how much we do, screw you. Go twist some wrenches for a while. Go pick on a job like Charlie had for a minute and a half. See how much weight you can lose. I'd like to see the person that said cameras are allowed in Ford Motor Company or anywhere else because I got something to tell you face-to-face, sister-to-man or man-to-brother, whatever. I can't think of a more disgusting thing to do to the workforce than do that. Unbelievable. So, all right, Jeff, I I'm with you on that one, brother. I can't I can't possibly imagine anything worse for the workers of the UAW to endure, especially knowing there's jobs out there like what Charlie had and put a camera on him so he could wipe his the sweat from his brow after doing that job. And you want to take that away from him? Wow. Uh, uh, you know, we made an appeal up for General Motors, and I've been asked to do that same thing for Ford. Uh, I'm going to ask if you think that Ford needs the same appeal, contact me however you normally do uh, in a private message in Facebook or uh, openly on our page because that's a safe place to do it. We don't have trolls there, and if we do, they disappear pretty quick from our page. Uh, but we we actually uh, vet them pretty good. That's why we don't have very many. Uh, and I know some people thought that was not good, but if you vet people, you don't have tens of thousands you know, you have just really hard-line supporters in your group and not anybody that's out there that shouldn't be. There's some there's some local union leaders there. Uh, you know, I don't know if they necessarily support us, but they're there and they're not bothering anybody. So uh, I don't want to get 
get them in trouble for being there either. So they they are uh, very very uh, quiet as they sit and observe what we're doing, and we're pleased to have some of those folks on our page. Uh, having said all of that, uh, I'll take that and um, get that to me in the next 24 hours. And if it appears as though uh, there's a substantial amount of people that would like to see Ford come under the same appeal scrutiny as General Motors' uh, agreement uh, is, then that uh, we'll go forward with that. And then we'll do the same thing for FCA if the, the people seem to want it. We're not driving this. We're letting you drive it, okay? And that was uh, something that people uh, brought up. Are you going to write an appeal this time? So, And I did because we appealed the last one. Uh, so having said that, uh, what else? Uh, the appeal. Let's just go over one little paragraph in the Constitution. Uh, thank you for the approval, 909. We appreciate it. Um, uh, article. Let's do this one article, and this is the premise for which we uh, brought a lot of uh, our show last week, but we want to repeat this so everybody understands it. And uh, just do the first sentence, Article 31, Section 13. In case the trial committee finds the accused obviously innocent, it may determine the honest or malicious intent of the accuser. Should the trial committee tentatively conclude that the accuser was guilty of obvious malice, it shall so notify her him in writing and afford the accuser an opportunity for a hearing. That's the whole thing. I was only going to do the first sentence. What that means is if you bring charges on somebody, like the International Executive Board, when you ask for a special convention, that's probably going to happen anyhow once Gary Jones does step down fully there'll be a special convention. And oh, by the way, it's the same delegates that last year voted for these same people. And they're probably going to do the same thing. That's, it's, you know, Einstein says uh, doing the same thing over and over again with a, a uh, expecting a different outcome is the definition of, definition of insanity. But if you go to a local union meeting and bringing charges up on them, saying whatever you've been told to say in the flyer that's out there, some people I'm given to be know at the moment are going to take exception to that, and they're not going to do it quietly. They're going to do it. vehemently, and likely you'll see sec Article 31, Section 13, the full power of it brought to bear. 
I don't know that for sure. I don't have firsthand knowledge of it, but I'm given to no such activity will occur second and third hand from leadership. So be careful of what you do. You can do any damn thing you want to. And I'm not telling you what to do. You go do what you want. But I'm telling you, like I've told those that support this, there's consequences for supporting such things. And the membership under 29 U.S.C. 157 has a right to reach out to other members for their well-being and protection. That's what we did last week. And that's what we do pretty much every week. So, having said that, we're getting close here on time. Let's see if there's uh, any hands up. There's the switchboard's pretty full. Uh, no hands. Hands going once, hands going twice. Hands going three times. We'll say there's no hands up from all of those folks there. Uh, thank you for listening to the show tonight. Jeff, do you have anything else to add? No, sir. Okay, we're trying, like I said, we're trying to keep it in an hour, and we're right there. We started a couple minutes late, and we're one minute early here, so about 57 minutes. want to thank everybody for listening. Thanks to our global listeners, those in Canada and Mexico, uh, the United States Union and non-union listeners, all of our UAW listeners, obviously, are keeping up on what's going on, and so the rest of the people are, too. If you found value in this show, please tell just one more person about us. We hope you did. Have fun. Stay safe in the coming week. God bless each and every one of you. Good night, listeners. Good night, Jeff. Have a great week, Eric. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.